and welcome back everyone we've got another fantastic program for you this evening we are live and direct from a remote location deep in the desert in california first time listeners out there thanks for being here we've been waiting for you long time listeners out there much respect to you and of course those of you that are here in the chat room right now in real time thanks for being here this is going to be a good one joining me in a moment is Oli Damagard. he is a author and a international speaker former journalist and musician coach artist inventor and investigator who has dedicated the last 40 years to researching many of the global conspiracies give him a warm welcome ladies and gentlemen Oli Damagard, an amazing guest indeed and you know I've been thinking a lot about Oli for a while here I was like wondering where the hell where the hell when the hell is he gonna be here I'm like where is Oli and I'm glad he's here and let's bring him right on in let's not take up too much more time here Oli how are you I'm good 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 how are you I'm fantastic I can't believe you're back <laughs> why is that so hard to believe oh I have no idea I'm just excited to have you back on the program many people love it when you're on here my audience just adores you well thank you thank you I I blush here <laughs> and uh, Oli how are you I'm good I'm tired but uh, good I think uh, 2022 was a like I think for most of it, it was like a real squeezing where it it felt like me for me like we were almost like being pushed through a birth canal where both uh, it was a process of dying but also being reborn uh, and where everything unhealed was being exposed coming up to the surface so that we almost at least i almost on a daily basis had to deal with like a new chapter of things that i thought i healed and put behind me and then boom here it was again so oh, yes. I thought the 2022 was quite uh, exhausting and then so I was I was so looking forward to New Year's Eve and then after New Year's Eve it's sort of been like instead of breathing out for like forever and ever suddenly like <sighs> this fresh air started coming in again so I'm good yes you're like me who was just glad that the year was finally over but here in 2023 we have already started off with a bang what do you mean well we've got bang? well we've got <laughs> civil unrest occurring all over the place we've got missing <laughs> children in the uk we've got mass shootings that i'm pretty sure we'll probably talk about here in a moment and of course as you may or may not know Oli, I, I like taking calls from listeners especially when it's an episode like this so i hope you're down or willing to take uh, phone calls Oli. i would love it go for it right nice well if anyone wants to step up to the plate and ask Oli anything please feel free to call in that number is 424-666-2425 don't be scared now it's just a number we are not here to do that here tonight and uh, by the way Oli, i was just listening to the song wake up your song with mo anton by the way mm -hmm. we need to all wake up Oli. but as i've told you in the past we are only a small demographic out here that have uh, awakened a long time ago but we have to reach those out there who have not yet woken up i tell you michael if uh, you haven't noticed yet when you try to fix someone else it never works if you try to persuade someone else never works 
the only one you can really change is you and the only one I can change is me. And then hopefully by us changing and healing ourselves from the inside and, and getting ourselves sort of brave enough to stand up for what we believe is true and right, then changes around us also occurs. So I never try to persuade anyone. I never try to push my opinions on anyone, but I know I'm reaching millions. So um, I think that's the way to do it. You only focus on how you deal with it and try to deal with whatever challenges, whatever obstacle is put in your way. I mean, some of them call the New World Order these type of minor bumps in the road. And then deal with them in the best possible way, live by example, and then hopefully that will affect other people as well. Amazing. And in case anyone doesn't know who you are, Oli, I thought we can start off with just going over your background and some of your, your history here before we begin. Well, my meat suit was born many moons ago, <clears throat> and around 1980, uh, I was working as a young journalist, and I started becoming aware of that something very strange was going on in the world. And that was also the, I know the exact point where I sort of, that, that was the sort of the wake, wakey-wakey call for me. It was the first time I, ever that I saw the so-called Sapruda film, the... Uh, this uh, uh, short footage of the assassination of JFK. And what got, really got to me was like, it takes about 18 seconds to figure out something is absolutely wrong here because of the impact to Kennedy's head where he was thrown back and to the left. I mean, that's just uh, plain Farmer Brown logic. The shooter must have been standing somewhere in front and to the right, at least one of the shooters. So what really got to me was like how could heavyweight uh, like uh, journalists like Dan Rather and uh, all kinds of really heavyweights and Pulitzer Prize winning journalists or whatever, all of them were backing a story saying the guy was behind him and up uh, in a building, which was absolutely not true. I mean, that took me about 18 seconds to figure out. And then it's taken me like 50 odd years almost to try and see, okay, so what actually did happen? And so I've yeah. been, no, so over the years, I've focused a lot on the JFK assassinations. I've been, I've been uh, the speaker, one of the speakers in Dallas three times at the JFK conference. Uh, I'm considered somewhat of an expert, uh, world leading expert among a handful others. Uh, uh, the uh, Robert Kennedy assassination, Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, these, all of these things I did not know are actually connected and uh, also it took me into the world of the alleged assassination of the Swedish Prime Minister Olof Palme, who is said to have been gunned down in the city of Stockholm in 1986. And without knowing it, this took me down a rabbit hole that uh, this was way before the internet, way before JFK movie, all of these type of things. And I had absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into. But uh, over the years, it's, I don't know what it is, but I've had this calling uh, that I, this is my path, this is my dharma. And I tell you, for many, many years, absolute zero individuals were interested. It was just like, can somebody please shut this one up? Because it's just boring to listen to. And why even bother about people who died uh, so long ago? But uh, I, I had this calling and I was just following it. And it got me into this world of, conspiracies a very very dark uh, uh, area where that also ended up with me having two friends murdered around me and uh, i had a visit also when i was getting too close to 
the truth around the Swedish assassination. And so my sweetheart and I, we, we left uh, Sweden uh, the year 2000 and uh, we took her two kids and uh, the two of us and we, we started a completely new life in, in Spain. So we started from scratch, no money, no job, no language, no nothing. And then we built up a, a life there, 20 years, uh, while I was uh, really continuing to do my utmost and trying to find out what was actually going down where the next big stepping stone after JFK, when you look at this uh, power structure, how they've taken over step by step, the next uh, big uh, corner they turned, the very same power structure was 9-11. Uh, and then the, the ultimate here lately is the COVID operation. These are the same forces in the background, uh, if you ask me, taking more and more, pushing us into a corner where they want absolute and uh, utter control of all aspects of lives, of life. So, uh, yeah, and then two years, two and a half years ago, uh, we came to a point where there was uh, this lockdown in Spain. We, we lived in Spain at the time, and uh, Spain was like a frontline country. It was uh, Italy, then Spain, Portugal, Greece. These are always the countries that are being hit first. And so I had the so-called privilege of experience lockdown uh, firsthand for a couple of months. We were locked in and I kept, I mean, at that point, nobody knew where the world was going. It was, right. uh, we had no idea. Right. It was, and a, then, it was a scary time. Very scary. And we were we were locked in for <clears throat> for two months straight. And so uh, Kim came up with this, my sweetheart Kim came up with this uh, great idea that we should do like a video diary. So if you go to my website, lightonconspiracies.com, that's plural, lightonconspiracies.com, there's uh, Kim's and all his sofa talks. And it's like every single day during lockdown for about 150 days or something like that, we're doing like a 15, 20 minute diary of, what it was going down because like i said we had absolutely no idea where this was heading there were roadblocks outside there were military there were sometimes helicopters and patrol boats outside and uh, we we just didn't know where this was heading and, and at the same time i kept doing interviews all the time all over the world i've done more than 1100 right. uh, interviews 1100 interviews but at that time you know, we were in a, an apartment building and I had like uh, ropes hanging down on the side of the building just in case they were going to kick my door in or, or whatever. So it, it ended up with us escaping twi uh, number the, t the second time we did it. So uh, a little more than two years ago, we managed to get out of Spain. And now <laughs> since then, we've been living on Bali and I feel wow. extremely blessed to be here. That is wild, Oli. I, I had no idea you had to relocate again. Yeah, we did. Oof, that must have been a headache for you. I mean, I am extremely, extremely grateful to be here. It's an inc incredible place to be. It's the island of the gods. And it's like they say, Mother Bali will welcome you or spit you out, depending <laughs> on how you treat her. And uh, so many people are being spit out. They go through absolute, uh, very hard times if they're not in gratitude. But if you treat her with respect and love and gratitude, she will embrace you. And she will also put you through some fire baptism things, you know, where you just have right. to go, go through absolute fire, which we've done. And uh, yeah, so it's, a, it's an amazing place to be. Incredible expat community here. Very creative, very 
open-minded, beautiful individuals uh, from all over the, the world. So I'm, I'm very, very grateful to be here. And Oli, would you ever consider moving to America? Not in this lifetime. Not in this lifetime? Nope. Oh my, you know, I still believe this is the greatest country on this island called Earth. Uh, you know, I love this country, but I have great disdain for corporate America and government corruption. You know, the last three years, my government went after people in an unconstitutional way. They are out of control. So, you know, I don't exactly blame you for not wanting to come up here and do that. I tell you, nature wise, I love I absolutely love the U.S. And also, I used to be a super geek when it came to the historical Wild West. So uh, I'm also ado adopted by the Apache Nation and the Sioux tribe and the Apache Nation have been very close to me. So in that respect, yeah. but then what has the way that the, the U.S. have taken over and that, that uh, this power structure that has been hiding behind countries like the U.S., who have absolute uh, raped and plundered the world is uh, not a favorite type of uh, structure that I like. And uh, so I, it's like, I think that uh, you, the American people are the most uh, duped individuals uh, that I come across because you have been presented this, that you are the, the nation of the free and the, what do you call it, the free and the brave and all of this, and you stand, you are the symbol of democracy and you are all of these things and thank you so much for your service. And then, then when you look at the result in the other end, in the receiving end, which is the rest of the world, you see, oh my God, oh my God, what have these forces uh, done with uh, all of these unjust wars? I mean, yeah, I have this. Absolutely. Yeah, it, I'm not... Uh, it's nothing personal, uh, Michael, but I think that the American population need to shake up and be shaken and, and wake up to the fact of what is actually has been going on. And Chip Tatum, a friend of mine who's a CIA whistleblower, who is the head assassin for George Bush Sr. and a, a pilot for all the presidents from Nixon up to George mm -hmm. Bush Sr., who's been dedicating his life to helping uh, veterans and so on. I mean, he is so devoted. He also sees. Uh, the U.S. military as the the biggest terror tool in the world, and I mean that this this is also I'm not saying the individual soldiers. I mean, so many people are signing up to do the right thing to liberate for democracy and freedom. I totally that I totally see that beautiful individuals, but then the forces are hijacked and are part of carrying out absolute horror. In the world so i say bring them back home all your boys and girls in uniform bring them back home and that goes for nato as well they can uh, that is another terror tool where the the new world order are trying to join these forces so you got the united nation forces you got nato and you got the u.s military which they're trying to force and uh, no merge into one big one world army there to control us not to protect us I'm, I'm many times I'm trying to speak directly to people in uniform to make them become aware of what's actually going on because they've been hijacked. Well, I don't disagree with you one bit, Oli, at all. And I'm not offended. I'm not offended. I, I believe that's what a lot of soldiers should come to the realization that they're doing the biddings for, you know, corporate America and politicians that want them to basically give up all the rights and uh, just go and get killed out there. 
or an unjust war. And, you know, I have a friend who is long gone now. He died in the Iraq war. And I think he died for a useless cause, for a pointless war, doing the bidding for some politician out there. Here, here. That is it. I mean, if you look at both the Iraq wars and uh, Afghanistan uh, wars, and all of it is based on 9-11, which is an absolute inside job backed by Israel and Saudi, but absolute inside job where you have the exact same players as uh, behind also many of the top political assassinations. And uh, so the, this war of terror, not on terror, because there's this invisible enemy that uh, you have no idea. It's a noun, actually. The war, it's actually war of terror. Uh, that one and all of the wars that has followed Syria, Afghanistan, both the Iraq wars, uh, Libya, all of these ones are all based on 100% bullshit on steroids. So all of these wars where soldiers have been sent in the name of democracy and uh, all of these freedom and liberation, whatever they, they have been duped into believing, has had a, a completely different agenda behind the curtains. And, and this is the thing that really gets to me, all of these individuals that go out there with good intentions and yeah. then get absolutely messed up or killed or or blown arms and heads and legs off, you know, and then they come home and then their commander, the chief of commander that should be loyal to them are giving them the finger and then they end up in diapers in some veteran, you know, like where institution or hospital where they're just buried and never to be seen again. It, or, or they commit suicide because they've, they've been forced to do absolute atrocities. I mean, the number of suicides among the U.S. military is staggering, right. staggering. And, uh, and then where is the loyalty? The ones that push them into the war, where is the loyalty? There's no loyalty whatsoever. They're just like, no trash and throw them out in the street, homeless, whatever. And, uh, and then you get the whole propaganda machine where ever somebody that has not been blown to pieces have a uniform on and everybody's thank you for your service. Indirectly, they're saying, saying thank you so much for going out in the world corporate interest, greed, and uh, uh, psychos that are out there for their sake. You're the tool killing, slaughtering, raping, plundering in their, not even in your own interest or greed, but in their greed. And then as soon as you've done that, you messed yourself up, you are out. You're just an empty uniform trash. Listen, Michael, I'm, I was not uh, prepared to to speak hard like this. It's not my intention. No, no but worries. But it is my intention to please people out there in uniform. I, you know, especially minorities and people that are not so wealthy are the ones that are being pulled into this and turned into cannon fodder. They're <laughs> useless eaters in uniform and cannon fodder. It's like, it's so not right. Well, it's they're being, just not right. They're being taken advantage of, no doubt. And, you know, Absolutely. you see, you see what that, what's going on over there in Russia as well. You know, they're sending lots of drug addicts out there to war too. What, what is different? Yeah. What, what is different? You're right. These are, um, individuals that really have no hope for the future whatsoever. Most of them probably are drug addicts or alcoholics, what, whatever's going on with them. They come from lower income housing and they're sent out there to war. It's standard procedure. You've seen dictators. It doesn't matter. And, and what different, uh, time era it's the same thing 
you know, and they are often very young or uneducated or poor, so they don't really have a choice. And then people are being, yeah, but if you do that, you will get a scholarship for college or like in the Iran-Iraq war, uh, the the dead if if a soldier died in in uh, the war, the family was given rewarded a, a like a a fridge or something like that. You know, it's, so so this young individual died for a fridge. It's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. But they they lure people in like they, it's a there's a reason why they bring them in young. I mean, they're physically really uh, at a peak, but also their mind is not developed so that they cannot stand up against uh, this absolute mind-blowing um, brainwashing. Brainwashing is actually, is actually a completely wrong word. Brainwashing is what we need. We need to wash these brains, give them a really good cleanse, you know, get all of the crap out, and so we can start thinking the pure thoughts and the way it was supposed to be. But it's brain controlling, the mind controlling aspect of all of this thing, turning these young individuals, numbing them down and just uh, making them, giving them medals for being assassins, murderers, tools of death, you know. And then they shoot their sniper shooting like 1600 people. He's applauded. Oh, it's the most incredible sniper ever. Then he goes home and he's messed up for life and he suddenly he he. Uh, explodes and maybe kill two people in a bar suddenly he's a mass murderer or, or a monster what happened we were giving him medals here and suddenly we're putting him behind bars forever yeah they're doing the same thing it's like poor poor individuals that are getting into this machine of horror i tell you it really is it's almost like those who go to prison for a long time you know they're institutionalized and once they come back out in the real world um, they have a very hard time adjusting. And I've talked to many veterans out there who've done years of, of service out there and actually have been on the field and killed people and done all these sort of things. And when they come back, you know, they turn into alcoholics and drug addicts, to be honest. I hate to say it that way, but um, not all the time, but in most cases, that's what goes on. And they become suicidal. They're having all these issues with their wives and kids it's a mess it's a mess it's an absolute mess and the reason why they are feeling so bad and so depressed is because they've done horrible stuff they have been said do that do that it's an order shoot that do whatever kick that in and then the more you start finding out that there was there wasn't even a, a reason for the war it's like what what all of it based on that it, it's like horrible and these people that have soiled their souls, they have to live with it. These uh, super cowards that are just signing the orders, you know, like uh, behind the Vietnam War, the right. Johnson, these type of, of super, uh, I don't know what to call them. They never, they've never done the, the job themselves. You know, they have like assassins, like Johnson had eight people taken out, including his alcohol, Alex, uh, alcoholic sister. It's always like they don't do it. They're hiding behind the scenes and and never, sometimes not even signing the papers. They had, you know, they they're taking the credit if it goes well. If it doesn't, they're sort of like yeah, no. So, it's this is also why these things we have the power to stop them. If we don't do it, if we just say thank you so much for that order, but no, I'm not doing it. Thank you so much for trying to force me to do that or whatever it is. Thank you, I'm not doing it. The no 
if our no, we don't have to go violent. If we just say, no, thank you so much for offering me this horrible whatever it is, I'm not doing it. Take the jab, I'm not doing it. Do that, I'm not doing it. Police as well, you have to do this and this, thank you so much, my heart says differently. No, I'm not doing it. If we say no, we don't have to do anything else, just stand up in our no, and then that will also empower our yes instead of our, our answers to whatever is like like a very blurry version of, of some kind of, of personal opinion or decision. If we start with a no and just say, I am following my heart, it doesn't matter what you say, I know it's not right, I'm just not doing it. These tax people, uh, whatever, in so many different areas, bankers on a lower level, that are, are ruining people's lives and uh, yeah but it's my job it's my bollocks that's what it is stand up you know ask you ask your heart what is, is this really right that i'm uh, you know what do you call it throwing these people out of their house because they they've been lured into a financial ambush to sign up for all right these, uh, yeah for all of these mortgages and stuff like that and now they're ruined and we take the house and they still have to pay and while even though we're taking the house they still have to pay this debt i mean it's it's bizarre when you start looking at it and we just have to say thank you so much absolutely no way am i gonna do this well i don't blame you for feeling that way Oli. it's 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 quite it's such a strange thing you know once once you start breaking it down and seeing that uh, some of these people, you know, they, they willingly go and, you know, cause they want to do the right thing, but they always come back if they live, that is, they always come back and have so many regrets. And there's so many individuals I know that are listeners of the show. They are veterans and, you know, I've had these discussions with them and nine out of 10 times, they definitely regret signing up and, uh, you know, all of them, they have varying different circumstances, why they went, some wanted to wanted a better financial situation for themselves and their families. Some just willingly went, but again, they all come back with so much regret and uh, they're, they have heavy hearts. Yep. Heavy hearts, soiled souls. I mean, it's awful what many of these people have been forced to, to do. And then once they start seeing that what is going on here, it's, it doesn't make any sense. You know, the Vietnam war could have been stopped so many times. Then you speak to generals and, and people and also soldiers that were sort of like, we could have taken that last whatever hill or stand or whatever, and that would have ended the conflict. No, instead, they were being pulled back so that the conflict would continue. So that Bell helicopters and all of these big uh, uh, military industrial complex uh, producers could keep the war going at the same time. So much uh, of the drug trading was that was one of the major reasons for the whole Vietnam War was the drug trade from the Golden Triangle through Vietnam, through the whole military system with the planes coming in and out, even bodies being being, uh, you know, cut open and then stuffed with drugs on the inside, uh, taken home in coffins, the whole thing, a drug uh, smuggle operation and then into destroy the American society. That, that is just, that was the reason, but people were sent out there and killed people, burned uh, villages and, and uh, napalmed children and, and whatever in the name of drugs, of dr drug smuggling kingpins that couldn't care less. And that was just the Vietnam War. There's so many of these wars that are 
absolute staged things that are being told, oh, it's the communists. We have to stop the communists. You look underneath it. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's, it's big business, ice cold business, you know, and, and you in the US, I come back here with a pointing finger. Sorry about that. But That's you right. got what is, what is also called the prison industrial complex. In the 90s and onwards, they started building out this private, privately owned massive monster of a prison system with these uh, corrupt uh, presidents and, and other people who signed different agreements like the three strike uh, law and these type of things that could put people away forever. And all under the disguise of, oh, it's so good, society will be so much safer, it had nothing to do with that. It's a matter just like if you have a hotel and you have no clients, that's a bit of a problem. If you own a hotel and you can make sure that you've got clients for the next 30 years that will stay there for the next 30 years and just bring it on, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on in the thousands, that is big business for you. Absolutely. So when you see the, you see the ownership of, of these prisons and also who is paying the bill, it's all the time the taxpayers and they go straight into private pockets. Mm -hmm the same pockets that are behind the military industrial complex and so many other, also the whole drug uh, syndicates and so on, same individuals. So they set it up. So, so from the 90s also with the whole gangster rap uh, music thing where there were uh, secret meetings in, uh, in Los Angeles where they were saying, this is the situation. We want to, to you know, glorify the whole crime uh, scene, get minorities into into the whole gangster rap and drugs and and the war the gang wars and all of that you know boosted 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 at the same time pump guns in cut down uh, the financial support uh, to the police and so on so that we have a massive conflict and while we do that the minorities will kill themselves and then also anyone that survives we're going to push them in for the next 3000 years in our prison where the taxpayers are paying for it. Same individuals in the background, just making a bundle, making a bundle, a killing actually. It's a very sad and unfortunate sort of situation that um, we find ourselves in today. And I don't think anything's gonna change anytime soon. We have this uh, conflict with uh, the Ukraine and Russia going on right now. And it seems like our country, my country, is really pushing for war. And as you know, Oli, we are kind of in a depression right now, even though they haven't really officially said it yet. But when things are this bad financially, you know, there's always a, a way to get us out. And that's uh, through war, because war means profit. There's nothing new under the sun. That's right. why I'm laughing here, because yeah. it's like it is uh, when you look at the way these things are designed, like the whole COVID operation to yeah. break the backbone of the US and many other countries like just break it down, break it down so that we're down on our knees and then push the, the nations one by one, especially NATO nations into this very tricky situation where now the gas prices are going up, the food prices, the egg prices, the fuel prices, the electricity, all of that is not by coincidence, it's right. war. It's, it's an invisible war on humanity. And where you're, and, and where you're at, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but where you're at, Oli, is that what's going on in your country right now? Um, are you seeing these uh, prices going up with um, food and everything else? Not so much here, but yeah, okay. in, in all, all other countries, NATO countries especially, 
it's not a coincidence. This is by design, and it it goes under the uh, the name of Operation Cold or op it's going to be a cold winter. This they've been planning for a long time to to because when you see how did this happen? How how are the oil prices, the uh, electricity price, the fuel prices, the food? What is happening? You've got like hundreds of food industries or factories being burnt. What is that? Is that natural? No, it's sabotage. They're being burned to the ground. What does that make? It creates problems with the food distribution. Then you've got the whole distribution net with evergreen ships that are, are blocking the Suez Canal. All of these ships around the, <clears throat> the harbors in the US West Coast, East Coast, where the harbors are just have been locked down during COVID also. Just stop, stop, stop. Um, the whole thing to break down the system. Evergreen, by the way, that uh, this big ship that just happened to park in a strange, slightly strange way in the Suez Canal, that's Evergreen. That is a CIA company. Evergreen is CIA, has always been. And uh, I have that from CIA operatives like Chip Tatum. Evergreen is theirs. So is this a coincidence? I don't think so. Then you have multinational companies where these days they're controlling like the electricity. There's a Swedish uh, family called Wallenberg, which is, I tell you, a major part of the deep state that nobody has heard of. Wallenberg, Wallenberg, on incredible power, but behind the scenes. Their, their motto is Essen on Vidiri, rule without visibility. And that's exactly what they're doing, looking really cute in the background and uh, peaceful and Swedish, all of this thing in the background. Oh my God. They are controlling such incredible uh, networks uh, all over the, net, the world, including the telecommunication system through Ericsson, which is their, uh, their creation, their company. They got Investor. They also got uh, ABB, which is controlling the electricity in more than 180 countries. You got SKF with a wheel, what is that called? Doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, anyway, that that family, ooh. And when you look at nowadays where there's like two or three companies, multinational giants, monsters like BlackRock and Vanguard, right. State Street, who are behind them? Now, nowadays, it's no longer families, you know, like the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds. You don't see them like that. They're hiding behind these multinational corporation facade uh, shop windows. And I mean, find out who's behind BlackRock, who's behind Vanguard. You will find the exact same uh, beast. And that's where the, the heart of this Hydra is, I think. And Oli, do you think anything um, positive will happen in the year 2023? God, I'm super positive. <clears throat> I've always been positive. Uh, sometimes tired, but absolutely optimistic. <laughs> and I feel that <clears throat> what we're seeing is it, you know, like up to 2019, at the end of uh, the fall of 2019, I really thought that this dark empire was falling apart and that we really, now we were making the final step to global liberation and beautiful harmony that whole thing, and then boom, in they move with the final card they had up their sleeve, Operation COVID. Right. I did, I did not see that coming at all. Oh my God. But then 
I was indirectly part of stopping the violent part of that operation. There was a planned 39 coordinated attacks on Western um, Europe in combination with the, at the exact same date that they released this alleged virus in Wuhan. Uh, it, was, it was meant to go down on October 23 and 24 on 2019. Instead, all of the violent part was closed down. They couldn't pull it off when it was exposed big, big, big time. And instead, they had this fluffy, pink and fluffy version called COVID that came out really weird because the whole other part of this planned operation was not there. So they, they really had to sneak COVID in like a fart in the sunset, you know, without us really noticing no real substance, just this strange smell. And suddenly, boom, we had this uh, COVID operation in place. Yeah, we had these lockdowns. Sorry? I was just saying, yeah, we had all these lockdowns going on. People were losing their minds, losing their jobs. It was a rather scary time. And I can't believe it. it's been three years now. And as I said, my government went after people in an unconstitutional way. And it's been the censorship, rather, was beyond belief. And all these things were brought to life uh, thanks to Elon Musk, who revealed many things from Twitter and Facebook. But even Elon Musk is a highly questionable character, um, Oli. Yeah, it's like he's warning about all of the things he stands for. So it's like, who are you? I don't trust these individuals at all. Zero, zero, and zero. And then free speech, yeah, bring them. They keep moving the platform so they demonize each other. And then they say, but liberation is over here. Here is where you're free. You know, the symbol of Twitter is a bluebird. Do you know what Operation Bluebird is? It's MK Ultra, right? Yeah, I was gonna say, is it that MK Ultra? Yeah, it's, and this is the way they do it, and and they create these platforms, you know, like oh, Telegram, that's the place to be. No, I prefer cybersecurity. I will stay on Signal. I will use Proton Mail, and I will be safe. <laughs> yeah. It's so not. It's so not. I, you know, like the Telegram, and by the way, the the founders of these are being invited on a regular basis to the Bilderberg meeting or to Davos in, in Switzerland with the World Economic Forum. I mean, these type of individuals, you see, oh my God, you're there? What are you doing there? You are supposed to be the opposition. Nope, they're there. And Telegram, for instance, do you know the first time I've ever heard of that? That was at the Charlie Hebdo alleged attack in Paris 2015. And they were pumping in media that these alleged terrorists were using a whole new uh, platform called Telegram that was so encrypted that even terrorists would use it. I mean, can you hear that? It's like a jingle. It's only the music missing. So encrypted that even terrorists would trust it. So it would, will be good enough for you. And they had the, the image of the logo for this, all of that in the articles on an international basis. Is what is that? It's a psychological operation. Boom, in you go. People trust it. You gather them like on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all of these things. Who created them? Why are they for free? YouTube, what do you think all of these servers uh, cost? I mean, just the cost of having a platform like that is immense. Would they do it because they're so kind? No, oh, of course not. Yeah. yeah, can you imagine that? It's because they have huge hearts. That's why. That's Yay. why it's free. I know, Michael. That's, that's so caring. It's incredible. Yeah, so big tech mm -hmm. is the enemy, no doubt. And it's been that way for a while now. Big tech has kind of 
taken over America, they have become bigger than government, which is scary. We're back to the multinational corporations. And also countries are also uh, companies. They're registered on the registered companies, most nations, and the citizens are assets. And it's like when you start getting into it, it's like, what, what, what? Are we on the stock market? Yes, you are. Is the, we are we a company? Is Sweden a company? Is the yeah, yep, yep, yep. You start finding out of these things, and you see, I have been taken for a ride. I have been taken for a massive ride here. And the thing is, I think, uh, especially you in the West, in this country called the United States of America, you think that the world is you. There is an incredible big part of the world that is outside America where a lot of things are going on on a parallel uh, scale where it's very important to be aware of what's going on and where I think the population of the U.S. have been dumbed down in incredible ways through the education system. Right, yeah. Where I, I tell you, I'm a close friend to Charlotte Isabit, who was, she was... Uh, working in the Reagan administration, and she was put as responsible for the education in the US. And she was like, why am I being put in this position? It doesn't make any sense. You know, and she came to a job and they say, welcome so much. Here's your, your office. And she said, thank you so much. It's so impressive. And my God, I can see the White House. It's just incredible. So what am I, what, please share. What are my tasks? What should I do? And they said, well, you just go and play golf and have lunch with your girlfriends or whatever. Don't worry about it. Have a, have a nice day and boom. And so she was sitting in her beautiful office day in and day out. And it's just like, what is going on? I'm supposed to be in a situation where I make a change for the better. And so she started looking around in her office, mm -hmm. you know, just because she was bored. Everything was empty, except there was one file cabinet that they had forgot to empty. And in that, she started finding documents from the 50s and onwards that was planning an absolute dumbing down of the Western world through education, through how, how they could manipulate in uh, the, the numbing down or the shutting down of real information, of real education, and instead uh, pump people with useless information that would just fill their minds with things that they would, like students would uh, fill their minds with information that was important up to the test. After the test, just get rid of it. It was just garbage. But it kept people busy. Also, through the education system, she found these, these documents very, very detailed on how they were planning to use in different ways uh, in, uh, enforce drugs into families, both medical drugs and, uh, you know, illegal substances and so on, break up the family patterns, break up the families, uh, all the support system, make uh, the kids more and more closer to become property of the state, as well as in the, in the 80s, 80s and 90s, they were planning on connecting people, hooking them up to the internet through different devices. This she found with a, where this was being planned from the 50s and onwards. And she was like, oh my God, what is this? So she... She started talking to people uh, around her and they were saying, yeah, because this was people from the elite sort of, yeah, this is uh, common knowledge. What, what's the big deal? But she was shocked. So what she did was she had a friend of her, a girlfriend that uh, they used to eat lunch. So they, they brought two briefcases. She bought two identical. And so she started taking uh, documents from her office 
And then when she had lunch with her girlfriend, they just swapped the uh, briefcases under the table. The girlfriend went back home. They had a photocopy machine and just started copying. Boom, 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 boom. And within in a few months, they had copied everything in the uh, file cabinet. And then she wrote a book and published it. It's called The Dumbing Down of America or The Dumbing, yeah, the Dumbing Down of America. You can get it for free on, on the, the internet. You can find it that way. She's just describing the whole thing. And this is not only in the US, it's through the Bilderberg Group and these type of networks that they push this agenda on the Western world, just dumbing us down, dumbing us down. So it's for us to, once again, wake up and become aware and bring the knowledge, bring the power, bring the wisdom and all of these, the compassion, the forgiveness as well, back into our lives and start caring. The, the forces are trying to dehumanize us. Just whatever they try to push on you, do the exact opposite. Social distancing, go hug every single person you see. <laughs> That's funny. You know, whatever. Yeah. So, and, and bring it back. It's all the time. Bring it back to humanity. Bring it back to your heart. Bring it back to the, the way it was, the way that uh, humanity have survived for thousands of years. We just have to bring that back and then combine it with some technology, of course, as well. You know, for a while there, Ole, during the whole pandemic, you know, for a while, I didn't think it was ever going to end. It hasn't. It hasn't. It's still on. It's just... Slightly. They can all, no, they, it's like when you have population control, you push and push. And then after a while, you need to release it. Otherwise, you will have problems with uprisings, revolutions, these type of things. So they push, push, push. They release the pressure somewhere else. Look at this as a global agenda. It NATO countries and Agenda 21 or the fourth industrial revolution. That's another name, same bullshit. So they push, push, push in one area and then they release in another. And then they release here after two months or so. They release over here and they push down over there. And they, so this keeps moving around and you're like, oh, the numbers in Sweden are now going up. Yeah, the numbers in California going down. No, push. Pressure release, pressure release, pressure release, and then new, and then they come with new variants. Or after each push and then release, they need another reason to push again. So there's a second wave of so-called viruses, and they keep coming up with these beautiful names according to the Greek alphabet. I mean, absolute bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And so, how to do it? So this is also why we managed to get out of of the. Uh, Spain because it was really shutting down and I mean the airport was shut down and it was we had curfew and not good not good at all but since I know how they do this population control we managed to plan when will they release the pressure it would be amount around two months from that date and at exactly at that date they open up for a week or two they open up the airport we got out boom because we had booked a ticket right there and so it's just a matter of becoming aware of the modus operandi. How are they doing it? How do they control us? How do they manipulate us? And then pull the curtain and take the power back. I have already lost count of how many variants there are now. There's it's like 20. <laughs> no, it's uh, you can you can call it bullshit one, bullshit two, <laughs> bullshit three, bullshit four, bullshit five, bullshit six. But it will continue as long as we accept it. When we say, listen, I'm not buying this crap anymore. How many boosters do you think I need to stay healthy? And by the way, is there anything healthy in that at all? 
at all. It's like 0.0000000000000% that is good for you and about 99.9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
So if anything goes bad, can I, will you pay me? Sort of, will you reimburse me? With no, can I sue you? No. Have you got any responsibility in this at all? No. Uh, so I should just trust you. Yes. So why should I install it? Because of solidarity to the pedestrians. But if the break, wait a second. Okay. So, okay. So I I I reinstall these brakes. So am I fine now? Does they do they work? No. You have to have new brake pads. Okay. So if I do that, will they work? Am I safe in the car? No. What what now? You need new brake pads, but I just put them there. Yeah, but you need the brake pads on the brake pads so that you're safe. So am I safe now? No. And what about all of the other vehicles that are driving around? What about them? Well, we install the same brakes on them as well, on their vehicles as well. So is that safe? Yes. How do you know? Have you tested it? No. But how can you know? Trust us. That's the, that is exactly the logic that is in this whole industry. And then you see people like Fauci, his track record in the HIV, that whole thing where he was deeply involved together with Dr. Robert, Ga Robert Gallo and other people, where they were, they were contracted to create a weapon, a bioweapon of mass destruction. That was what HIV was. Never an isolated virus has never been seen. Uh, and the, the AIDS ep epidemic was completely created by these individuals. Right. Fauci had been there for like 30 years in the background doing exactly this. And then they used the so-called PCR test as the one that will show you, you have it or you don't. So we talked to Kerry Mullins, the guy that was given the Nobel piece and uh, the Nobel price in medicine for it, I mean, you would think that he would know. And so he said in multiple interviews, no, you can't diagnose a disease at all with a PCR test. What you can do is whatever you are looking for, you can, through the PCR test, just do enough so-called circles and it will amplify whatever you're looking for so that you can have a better look at it. It's not a tool for diagnostic whatsoever. And then he just happened to die just a month before the COVID operation was the plan to be released. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Yet again, Terry Mullins. But uh, should you trust him just because he invented it and because he was just an absolute brilliant mind that was just about to expose Fauci and then he so conveniently just died? Should you trust that? Mm, no, let's trust somebody like Fauci or Kill Bill Gates, who came out of nowhere. When you look at it, he was really in a bad situation because there was so many, in many investigations getting at him around Microsoft saying like, what the hell are you up to? And so instead of being taken to court, he, they, uh, they um, uh, contracted a major marketing firm. I think it was a German marketing firm that turned the whole thing around from him being just about to be uh, exposed as a super gangster. They turn it around. They created this foundation, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. <clears throat> and suddenly they had this whole marketing campaign making them out as these incredibly, um, you know, so generous, uh, whatever, change makers in the world. When you look at where they put the money, they put the money, all of the money they donate goes back into uh, their own operations. And many of them are built on eugenics and uh, population control, depopulation, um, especially uh, in the third world countries and stuff like that, where you see that their footsteps are absolutely in blood. 
it's it's awful to say and then kill bill <clears throat> suddenly became this expert this medical expert in the world this prof medical prophet that has no education whatsoever that the only viruses he's ever seen are the ones he created in the whole pc world you know so they can make billions there as well how did that happen it's a psychological operation it's he's just one klaus schlaub is just another one these are front figures but the the power behind them is the same we're just being served different uh, beautiful covers of the different areas oh this is the person this is a, no 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 there's another one in the background pulling pulling the strings and that's where we should put our focus not on these front figures that are just okay they are they're players but only on a certain level you know making a fortune whatever they are not the main problem it's behind them and behind them i think bill gates and dr fauci deserve to be behind bars for crimes against humanity behind bars if you look at uh, especially in the us i mean you execute people because they kill other people like a serial killer oh he killed eight okay what do you call a person who's been be who is being behind the death of millions what would is that a serial killer or a trillion killer i don't even know what to, to call these it's people. just a politician I mean, <laughs> in other words <laughs> i mean we're looking at some absolute serious serious criminals on the uh, on the highest level of uh, the lowest level of human qualities and the highest level of criminals like uh, soros you got gates you got uh, kissinger not to say kissinger you got uh, bush senior all, all of these they are monsters they look nice maybe except for henry kissinger but uh, soros as well if i forgot him but i mean uh, when you look at the actions of these individuals and you really start understanding what's going on it's like oh my god what a deception how can they pull it off how can we not see what's actually going on and just because they have money is that really something that should stop us from saying listen this is so not okay i will now confront you i'll put the light right at you and expose what you're up to right and you uh, know there there was a time when most of uh, most uh, american people didn't like the ultra rich and now they are worshipped i don't exactly know how that happened but that that's where we are here in america to be honest it is to it's a psychological operation as it's always the way how to turn it around you know bad boys what do they do like there's this saying that the uh, traders thrive when heroes hang traders thrive when heroes hang the real heroes are very often being painted out as some horrible person and then that person the people that take over and many times backstab them to death or or assassinate them whatever they then with the fortunes that they they bring in through these uh, acts of violence horrible horrible crimes they start erecting like statues of themselves they name airports after themselves like the Dulles airport i mean look at alan dollars my god the george bush airport what is going on you got one of the people that were part of the jfk assassination he's got a statue in miami it's like what is going on what is going on and then on the graves of their victims they even put their freemasonic symbols their eternal flame or an obelisk or a pyramid it's it's so 
And then, I mean, this one, very recently we've had the Martin Luther King Day. So you made that a national holiday after slaughtering him. Really? Really? When the public is like, my God, this man, was he died for his convictions. It's amazing. He, Martin Luther King in my world is very, very high up. I, I highly respect him. And But the, that the same people that took him out also create these national holidays. And true. So we can yeah. worship the tomb instead of uh, what he was actually trying to accomplish. Yeah, and before they assassinated him, before the feds assassinated Martin Luther King, you know, they were trying to encourage him to kill himself, by the way. And uh, to, add, yeah, to add more about the ridiculousness of my country, you know, we have a statue of George Floyd, you know, only in America where we, where, where you would find a statue of a crackhead. It's, it's ridiculous. George Floyd was a massive psychological operation. I've exposed it in, in many different shows. I know the, the, the thing is, it's really tricky when you get into this whole thing, because when you look at the things like Black Lives Matters, for instance, I mean, my God, will I stand up for life in whatever form it is? I don't step on ants. I don't kid dogs. I treat everything with respect. I really try to, to move through life without causing harm. Black life matters. Black life matters. White life matters. Right. Yellow. I mean, yeah. what are the colors? But look behind them and you will find George Soros. What the hell is he doing there? This is not somebody very nice when you look at his actions. So Black Lives Matters, Antifa, the exact same powers behind it, the exact same political powers behind these organizations. I absolutely applaud Black Lives uh, Life Matters, you know, the, the whole concept. Yes, yes, yes. But when you look at the organization itself, no, no, no. And, uh, yeah, there's a I running mean, there's a running theme here in America. You know, these ideas, they all sound great. Black Lives Matter, sure. Every all these things they they all come from a good place in someone's heart. However, it it always sorts to dwindle down and roll into something negative. It, it always goes that way. It's evil always have to present itself as something nice. It's otherwise we wouldn't allow it in. It's the same with a vampire or the big bad wolf. You know who. Uh, you know, dressed himself as uh, grandmother, Little Red Riding Hood or whatever it was, you know, it presents itself as good. Otherwise, we would not let it in. So when when these forces are showing themselves, it will always come with a beautiful packaging, you know, a golden wrapping paper like this is for your protection. This is for your freedom. We're doing it for you. All of these control, whatever it is we're installing, it's for you. It's because we care so much about you. Well, check the track records of these individuals or these forces or these companies, and you just see, oh, my God, yet again, we live in an inverted reality where what we are being presented is good is actually bad. And what we are being told is bad for us is actually good. So all of these things, they try to ban like vitamins, can you believe it? Vitamins, they've tried to ban. Vita stands for life. I mean, it sort of makes sense that, well, let's pop some of those. You got uh, cinnamon, they tried to ban. You got, uh, I mean, so many different things that are good for you, like uh, in ivermectin, ivermectin. That is the incredible miracle drug 
you know that uh, even the World Health Organization had on their website as a miracle drug. Now it's, they turned the whole thing around saying, no, it's for uh, what a, uh, you know, like uh, horse manure cleansing from the right. inside kind yeah. of thing. What, what happened? They promoted it. And by the way, WHO, what does that stand for? It stands for who? Who are they? Behind that whole thing, you will see this is not an international institution totally free. No, it's backed by big money. And most of the money comes from Bill Gates, the Gates Foundation. Every single step of the whole COVID operation, you will have the same names in the background, making absolute billions, 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 and billions. And who's paying? We are. We are, yes. And I got to be honest with you, I had contracted COVID twice and took ivermectin and was fine within a few days. But whatever, what does that even mean? I contracted COVID. How do you know you had COVID? Did you, try, did you do it with a PCR test that doesn't work? That is the only way to know that you had COVID, uh, according to the official sources. So what was it? Was it a really bad cold? Was it chemtrails? Could have been. Was it, yeah. What was it that they had released that you contracted? I tell you, COVID, it was not. But it was called something. And I know a lot of people have experienced very strange symptoms, you know, like a synthetic type of feeling in the body that has been moving around in different ways. So something in different areas for sure was released. But I when you look at how this operation was carried out, and by the way, lockdown, it's a prison term, has nothing to do with health. We were being locked down so that they could uh, unleash the whole 5G network, all of these antennas and so on, because they need the very super fast bandwidth uh, to be able to activate the whole uh, internet of things, the smart grids, the smart cities, because that is the only way that the few can control the masses through technology, AI, that whole shebang. But anyway, so that was the lockdown. And now I completely forgot what I was going to say. Well, don't worry. No worries. No worries. It'll, it'll come back around in your mind eventually here as we discuss this further. And, you know, I still remember when the vaccine was sort of rolled out to the public and people were really pushing it. And of course, this was done through Operation Warp Speed by Donald Trump. And they were saying, oh, yeah, once you take the vaccine, you'll be fine. Nothing to worry about. You, you won't contract it again. It's the cure. That's what they were saying on TV. You had all these celebrities pushing that as well. Um, but then lo and behold, that's not, that, that wasn't true. Far from it's it. It's like, no, for, first you have to see how this is done. First, they try to persuade you in a logical way. When there's no logic, they go emotional. You have to be, you have to, are you not uh, feeling solidarity for your human fellow being? Take it for your friend, for your family. You should not be so selfish. So they go emotional. If that doesn't work and there's no logic behind it, so they can't prove or back anything, they use celebrities. So they pay them a lot to, to stand up and say, I, this is fantastic. I have no idea what I'm saying, but I'm famous, so you will trust me. So they're using these people. Nowadays, you don't even know if it's actually them because with the CGI technology and that whole, it's very, very hard to know nowadays who's is that even real Joe Biden CGI version or not? Is that Putin talking to me or is it just a AI variation of him? We don't know. We're, we're sitting in the receiving end of these digital screens that are 
labeled smart when it's actually misspelled. It should be spelled E-V-I-L is the correct spelling. And we're being told all of these things. So they go, when they can't use logic, they go for celebrities. So as soon as celebrities start appearing, you have to stand back and say, whoa, hang on a second. I, what is going on here? And so they use them to, and shame on them, dear celebrities out there, you, if you could see me, you would get a finger here. And if you couldn't see that finger, here's another one for you. That is complete sellout. And when you start looking and to see the damages that your name have caused out there, not good, not good. And please remember the law of karma, not good. You know, so, uh, so they're pushing it. If they can't do that, they use this, they use that, they use all of it. Because the thing is, a normal person after a while, yeah, in the beginning, oh my God, I'm on the threat, problem, reaction, solution. We are being put in fear. Give me the solution. Okay, I will pump myself up with what I believe is right. Then suddenly there's no logic because you said to me, it's like being up against a hustler. You told me that this was what's going to happen and it didn't. Yeah, and then the hustler say, yeah, well, trust me, let's do it again. So you do it a second time. And then he says, well, then you need to buy this one as well. So you buy that as well. And now you need to buy this. In any other circumstance, if it was not people in white robes with long titles bought by the big pharma uh, that is controlled by the exact same individuals, you would not trust them. Or if they're on TV, that is also at credibility. The TV stations owned by the same forces, 96% or more in the US owned by six companies or less, completely controlled. So if you don't trust that, okay, we'll go with celebrities. If you don't trust that, we will go with whatever. And then when you start finding out what's going on, uh, 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 what are we going to do? Distraction. And in on stage, once again, mass shootings. Like where were they during the COVID operation? There was no need for added fear. So ISIS went to bed. They went on holiday somewhere. Uh, ISIL, same name, same different bullshit. No, the other way around. Uh, different names, same bullshit. Uh, all of these things were there were fear-based. No need for them. No mass shootings. No terror attacks. No nothing for almost two years. Then when people started questioning and saying, "Hello, this doesn't really make any sense," and you were starting to get out of fear mode, then suddenly, bang, boof, this, that, this. So in on stage came these mass shootings again. Absolute nonsense. When you look into them, I've exposed hundreds of them. I've publicly uh, connected or predicted 68 of these up to two months before they happen on international radio. My, my last name has actually become a verb, hashtag Damagod or hashtag Damagod, is to find the hidden clues in the forensic evidence, point out where the next attack is and stop it. Oh, so, so here we have the same, the same, oh God, it's like boring once you go into it. Like now the, there's a, a Chinese thing on the Chinese uh, New Year's, um, no, the moon, uh, the whole the lunar yes, yes, yes. thing, mm -hmm. Chinese. And you start looking into it, it's like, again, really the level, the quality level is like. Yes. Oh, and it's even in the, the ballroom called lie, lie. I mean, what does that mean in English? Lie, lie. Yeah, there you go. And um yeah, it's, it's a non, non-stop ongoing process. It, it, we're up against like an illusionist that is trying to, if they can't push things on it, it's diversion. 
then divide and conquer, then problem, reaction, solution, false flag, stir it up, stir it up, push in the fear. No, it didn't work anymore. Diversion, look over here, look over there, boom, mass shooting there, keep them. And it's like people have said so. So what will be the next type of mass shooting? And I said, they're running out of options. You know, they used the, the Muslim terrorist. He's sort of way out of fashion now. Nobody believes him anymore. They it worked for quite a few years. No, no good anymore. So what have we done? They started to bring it in so that people look like Anders Bering Breivik, the Norwegian alleged mass shooter, like your next door neighbor. He could be blonde. He could be blue eyed. He could look like whatever. Then they started pushing it. They're also trying now to push in so that they they want these uh, alleged shooters to have mental illnesses. Right, or, right. Yeah. And in under the same umbrella, they're trying to push conspiracy theories and abortion, uh, pe people standing up against abortion. But they're trying to make people critically looking into these operations as mentally ill. In Sweden, my God, I'm rambling on here, Michael. But no anyway, worries. This is Sweden, great. Yes. In, in Sweden, they just changed the constitution, I kid you not, the constitution of Sweden, which is built on free speech, where there's now integrated a new espionage law, very blurry, very, very like this. And the, the, it's, it's made in a way so that they are trying to push in that conspiracy theorists or theories will be connected in under espionage if if for instance an individual like myself exposes nato operations or things that is connected to intelligence services or intelligence agencies that will be considered a crime against this law and so according to legal experts that are, are looking into this law if i go back to sweden and i yeah, if I go back to Sweden, since I've been devoting my life to exposing these dark forces, like 1,100 interviews, there's a lot of evidence against me if that would be illegal. So they say that I can now face between four and 18 years in prison for being me. God At the damn. same time, I've been awarded peace prizes for doing the exact same thing. Wake me up, Alice in Wonderland. That is crazy. And now they started, they've just uh, presented a new, it's like a, it's, it's connected to the psychological defense uh, department, whatever, the, the psychological war defense department. It's so blurry, weird kind of uh, things. They, they made a new anti-terror law, anti-terrorist law, and numbers are 666, really, really. And the logo of this unit, a military psychological warfare unit that are specializing on stopping a false type of information to be spread, pointing at individuals like myself, their logo is an upside down pentagram. I shit you not. Whoa. I mean, that is the satanic symbol. It's out there in the open. They're not trying to hide. It's just so obvious. And, and we were talking about censorship. Like a year ago, I checked my name. There was 1.8 million uh, views or hits on my name because I've been, very, I've been really doing my best for 40 years. So active, active, boom, 1.8 million. Now, if you check my name on Google, there will be 19,000. There will be no, nothing more or less about any interviews, anything I've ever said. It will be about music and my books that I've done music and that. That's it. Boom. All of it, all the rest, 
is deleted. You take my name, oledamagard.com. That should belong to me, I think, because it's sort of like uh, it's, it used to be my domain name, and uh, it, I'm the only one with that weird name. You check it out now, oledamagard.com. Please do click enter. And it's a weird law firm in El Paso. Damn, with so a the, logo and everything. They it's hijacked not, you. Completely. Wow. And I've been, I've been shot down right, left, and center for hate speech and bullying. I don't know. Uh, people don't that meet me don't find me. You're bu you're you're bullying or... people online, Oli. They 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 claim you're such a bully. Well, apparently, what can I say? I am for when it comes to these individuals that are doing bad stuff to the rest of us. I am a bully in that case because I'm sort of like back off, get a life, leave us alone. If you want to depopulate the world, please. There's a window over there. Jump out. I can even help you if you scared to do it that's one less if that is what you want i'll be happy to serve you but don't come here and play god and decide for the rest of us who should be here or who shouldn't be here that's not up to you so yeah we're in strange times very strange very times odd for me to maybe not be able to return to sweden it's like that country that i i mean i wasn't i was born in denmark but i grew up in sweden i love the country i love the people but what the hell is going on they've lost their minds and only are, are your parents still alive no my dad died 92 my mother 2013 and do you have family there i have a small family very small family yeah and you can go back and you're going to face prosecution if you do basically i can go back and take a chance and see how it goes or i can go back and uh, be met at the airport by nice people in uniform saying Ooh, please yeah. uh, mr damagod would you mind coming with us and my answer would be hell yes i would very much mind that and uh, but it's once you're there airports are scary for me you know border uh, controls uh, passport controls i don't like them because then i'm right in their embrace yeah. of possible power abuse you know i i am not comfortable with that so right here now i'm not going anywhere and uh, but hopefully in the future when we like i said where we dissolve this uh, empire of that is so inflated because when you look at how many they are there's so few there's so 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 few and we are billions that's why they need technology they need the whole control of media to be able to persuade us into believing that they're actually powerful when what they are is they're not they're not at all but they're powerful when it comes to this manipulation and and you know it's like when i go on tour it's not that i'm pulling in like millions of people it's like in the hundreds many times you know like three that, four well that, that's still like. that's still pretty good that's not bad no but still michael it should be a joke if they're so powerful who cares? I mean, come on, let him speak. Nobody really. But what are they doing? I mean, I've been shot. I've, they've been trying to hit me with cars. You've been, been shot, Oli? I didn't know that. Yes, years ago. Oh, uh, shit. I've been, they've been flying down from Sweden trying to persuade me, trying to scare me. I had pe people fly over from uh, Pentagon, Pentagon mm -hmm. to meet up with me. I mean, what is that? I should be a joke. I should be some, you know, like who cares? Just let him. Just let him do his thing. Him. Yeah, yeah. Let him do his thing. I mean, we're so powerful, but they're not. They're really. And when I go on tour, we've been uh, we've been pulled into like really bizarre situations. 
um, my my tour organizer he was hit with some bizarre things through his cell phone that almost killed him uh, we've been uh, the rv that we use for the tour smelled like four kilos of hash uh, you know one night when we came out and was gonna load dead sprayed in through the aircon system it was just filled and then there were like uh, roadblocks down the road i think with drug uh, dogs that was there to to nail us we managed to to get around that one uh, all i mean my name has been destroyed uh, in or they tried uh, the thing is why are they putting such an effort in to shut me up I was stopped in Sweden as a controversial speaker. I think I'm the only one ever. I didn't even know it was me when I heard it in the news. Like <laughs> controversial That's speaker funny. stopped in Costco. I was like, who's that? <laughs> that well, apparently amazing. It, was, it was me. It was me. And uh, so that is good news, I think. If I am such a problem with who I am, and I mean, that just shows how weak they are. Otherwise, they would just make me, you know, make a joke out of me, not even listening, whatever, oh, leave him alone. But that's not what they're doing. They're really terrified because I bring truth, as far as I see it, at least. I really try to do my utmost. So truth is what they do not like. That's the only thing they fear. And going back to COVID for a moment here, early on, you know, I still do remember the Democrats saying, oh, I'm not going to take the Trump vaccine. They They kept labeling it the Trump vaccine and i just think it's kind of amusing how the tables have turned now it's the democrats that are really pushing the vaccine on everyone and uh, you know furthermore is trump someone to uh trust um again for another run at being the president only i mean he, you know he pushed for the vaccine and he continued to push for the vaccine way after during um some of his um parades he was doing or speeches or whatever you want to call them um, is, should we trust him again? Should America trust Donald Trump again, Oli? I have no idea who he is. I have listened maybe four and a half minutes in total to what he's saying, because on that level, they, these individuals will say what we want to hear, and they will do what the lords behind the scenes want them to do. So Donald Trump, I have no idea. Many people worship him. I see him as a joker in the game where... I mean, the diversion uh, thing has been big when there's been really heated situations. Suddenly it's like, look to the left, let's buy Greenland or look to the south, let's build a wall and let the, the Mexican pay for it. That is a major diversion. And when you think of it, it's because like, what? The whole world is looking to the left. What's going on at, to the right? What's going on behind us? That is the thing. So who is Donald Trump? There was a... Uh, there was a uh, black uh, activist called Dick Gregory, who is also an incredible researcher's, researcher. He said, please be aware there are two Donald Trumps, one with a blue tie, one with a red tie. The red one, I think, was the real one. The blue was not Donald Trump. And so if you control media, if that is your tool, you can present whatever. You had one Trump that was standing in the White House with two flags behind him and the White House emblem. When they were doing press conferences you had another one with another colored tie same weird hairdo but with one flag and without the emblem of the white house what are we looking at i don't know i don't know do i trust him absolutely zero i don't trust any of these individuals right. not at all yeah not at all also because they are 
the human psychic is like this. I need to be saved. Save me. Where is the hero? It's the white hat against the black hats. No, that's from the old Wild West movies that the uh, Hobble and Cassidy and these guys, type of guys, uh, John Wayne and the, they had a white hat on and the bad boys had black hats. It's not that simple. It is not that simple. The whole thing is, who am I? Who are you? Put the mirror up there. Say, we're being, we're being manipulated here in ways that I don't understand. I just feel in my heart, this is weird. This is not okay. So where should I go to find the solutions? In the head where I can be absolutely manipulated and confused and micro-ultra sapped or whatever. Right. Or in the heart. I tell you, there's some, they try to get to you through the mind, the, the ego's world up in your head. That's where they try to control you through fear that they pump in through all these different channels they have. The heart is where you should go. The voice in your heart, they're required. Still, that is the one. You know we were born with this GPS in our heart that says, kicking a baby, not good. Take care of that child, good. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. We know in our heart, then our mind that has been absolutely fucked up over the years, yeah. and by other people that was fucked up by their parents, that was fucked up by their parents, that was manipulated and turned upside down, don't listen to us. Don't listen to that uh, thought machine that you have between your ears. That machine is there to, uh, you know, just create thoughts. But just because it's, a, it's in your head doesn't mean that it's true. It's up to us to take, just like if you stand by a highway and you see cars passing, you're the ones that will say, oh, that blew forward. And you put emphasis and you amplify and give that thought strength. Let the other ones pass. It's the choice is yours. The thoughts are just there. You see that in meditation and many different philosophies or different ways of liberating yourself. The thoughts are just being generated. You're the ones who can give power to whatever. Just because it's a thought in your head doesn't make it true. And many people have become slaves under their own mind and are just listening to this voice that are totally corrupt and has been hijacked. So back to the heart. They say it's the longest journey from the head into the heart. That is the one we should do. Do not let yourself get fooled. Don't wait for the savior out there. The one you've been waiting for is you. The one I have been waiting for is me. Nobody will save us. You have to do it. You have to stand up in what is true to you, the way you see it. Build on your, not thoughts, but your heart. What is true, what is not. And then use that one as a, you know, life is super simple. There was these bearded guys a few thousand years ago that thought, oh my God, is, is the manual this simple? We'll just take uh, a chisel and a hammer and just put them down on a piece of stone here so we won't forget them. There's about 10 of them. Don't kill, don't steal, don't lie, don't take somebody else's spouse, treat other people the way you would like to be treated. And by the way, Treat the people res with respect, especially the elders and your parents. That's about it. Thank you so much. And now go out in the world and do no harm and be of service. That was sort of it. And then we started getting messed up with somebody eating the apple. The apple was the one that made, messed us up. And the greed entered and all of these things started, uh, the desires, all of that started stirring and stirring and stirring. And, and that's where these individuals 
most of them born psychopaths. So you can't blame them. They don't have empathy. They don't have that in their system. Don't blame them. They're there to teach us. The worst assholes in your life are the best teachers. So we started going off there. The psychos were there to help us. They were really good in worse situations where no fear or no second thoughts just go straight out into the line of fire and do things that normal people wouldn't do. Good psychos are really helpful. But what happened when the world sort of calmed down and became officially a safe place, these individuals, without fear, without emotions, without compassion, started moving into following their greed into powerful situations. And we did not see it because we were too much up our own butt in our own desires and greed, looking at I, me, and mine. That was it. We started forgetting about each other and then being manipulated with marketing campaigns and all of these things. Don't worry about the others. Just take all the chocolate for yourself. You know, you should do it. You know, you're worth it. All of these things. And we lost track. And in the meantime, the super cycles moved into power positions. And so here we are where they have actually moved in, where they're everywhere. In every single area of life, they have entered into that space and taken it over. Are they that powerful? Absolutely not. Are they very few? Absolutely yes. Are we very, very many? Incredibly many. So can we change this situation? Super simple, super simple. You just have to get out of fear. Get out of fear. Stop whining, start shining. Stop, get out of victim mode. Stop whining, start shining. And stand in your truth and you will see when you start acting out of love and compassion and you start caring about your friends, your family, your neighbors, then things start changing. Your community, they want centralized everything. That's the key. Centralized power to fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer. Everything in your life should be decentralized. Decentralized. Bring the power back to the people. Bring the power back to the peaceful. Bring the power back to small communities. Just people that care about nature, about family, about future, especially the women, are really showing us the way. Bring it back, bring it back, and then stand in balance. Whatever they throw at you, say, thank you so much. I'm not going to get scared. Boom. What about that one? Thank you so much. You really tested me there. I was almost scared for a while and started thinking, oh, I should do this and that. That is not according to my heart. But I chose not to, even though it might be dangerous. We might die. Well, that is part of the game. They say this meat suit won't last forever. So why not live in a way that you feel like, oh, my God, I did it. I gave it my best. I had an incredible ride. I had soup. I had romance. I had drama. I had trauma. I had conflicts. I had this and that. Oh, my God. Amazing. And here I stand for what I really, truly believe. And now I'm going to die for it. Yoo-hoo. Flag in the top. Boom meat suit down and hopefully reincarnation is real and we're back or if we're not at least we die in a way that we feel i am proud of myself i did i did my best i failed in certain areas i i succeeded in other but i really did my best you can choose that or you can be an absolute wuss and die at the age of 403 no 104 years old as a veggie in some caretaking home with with uh, diapers and whatever and you can say i i i became 104 being an absolute coward i'm not saying that about all old people of course right right but i'm saying 
that is, would you like to lie in your bed, on your deathbed, and just feel, what did I do with my life? What on earth did I do with my life? That's not a nice situation to be in. So I say, let's do it now instead. Stop whining, start shining. My goodness. Well, Ole, <laughs> I, I do want to thank you for being on the program. I don't want to waste too much of your time anymore. I know it's probably a little late over there. Um, but Ole, you know, it's always a honor and pleasure to have you here on this program. You know, I had a great time with you here and, you know, we're going to have to do this again. Um, Ole, if you ever have time. Of course. Of course. That's Michael, a great I'll chat. Be happy to do it. I'll be happy to do it. And if I offended anyone out there, not my intention. If I got to somebody to feel that like they got a kick up their butt and get out of the sofa and start doing and staying in their truth, I'm very happy. So the thing is, what I don't really understand what's going on, but at the same time, we are in a situation, we've been dealt some cards. Are they good? Are they bad? They are what they are. Is it fun? Sometimes. Is it horrible? Sometimes. We can't really deal with it. What we can change is our way of interpreting it. Why did this happen? Instead of becoming a victim, see how, what can I use this for? In what way can I heal? In what way can I empower myself by seeing that my weaknesses are being very clearly pointed out by whatever is going on. Indirectly, these super assholes are helping us to heal and become, on a spiritual level, much more and more powerful. And uh, I even written a book called Remind Me, Re-Mind Me, uh, about that whole thing. It's like a manual of life. And uh, yeah, can I say that? Uh, of course, yeah. I, I'm not, uh, I've never been paid by anyone. I'm not uh, part of an organization. I'm not uh, whatever. So if anyone finds what I'm delivering here uh, of value, finances is the situation that is hard because I'm being shot down right, left and center. Even Patreon shot me down and not because of what I had on my Patreon channel, but because of things that was on my website. I, I kid you not. They said, if you don't take that away, we will shut you down. And that was a major part of our income. Wow. And the thing they wanted to take away was my film testimonial for the Corona Investigative Committee. What the hell? That's an international coalition of high-level lawyers that I was giving testimony to. And then there were two interviews with the head of that uh, committee, Brian Fulmish, that I was part of, and boom. If we didn't take that away, they would shut us down. So we gave them the finger and we got shut down. Good Lord. So since then, it's been a bit of a rocky road financially. So I would be extremely appreciative of if anyone would like to sign up. There's membership on my website, lightonconspiracies.com. That's in plural, lightonconspiracies.com or damagard.com. Both go to the same place. Uh, we are, right now, we are also giving away a VIP membership, not for rookies but where you get access to, there's about, I think, 9,000 articles. There's more than 1,100 on my interviews. There's webinars, podcasts, sofa talks, there's daylights. Uh, there's, uh, you name it, you can stay on that website for five years, no problem. And every single th thing that is on there, as far as I've been able to find out, is based on truth. Uh, every Nothing goes on that if I'm not double-checking it and also... Most of the articles are written by people that I know of or know personally and, uh, and so on. So also I got my uh, monthly newsletter where you can also, if you go into the archives, you can say, this is when I predicted it. 
boom, that's when it happened. This is when I predicted it, boom, that's when it happened. This, I'm also in this um, uh, newsletter, I'm pointing out things that I'm finding that are, uh, you know, showing, uh, exposing it as false flag operations, or also uh, if I find uh, things that are pointing in a specific direction from an upcoming attack. And then the next month, boom, then it happened. There you go, the demagogue factor. Very nice. That's lightonconspiracies.com. Go check out the website, sign up. If any of this resonated with you, definitely go look up Oli. That's Oli Damagard, lightonconspiracies.com. Once again, thank you so much, Oli, for being on the program. We'll do it again on the other side, my friend. Fantastic. And next time, let's celebrate that we that we managed to transcend this whole madness. Oh, yes. And kick back and have a cold beer and I'm a with party. you. Very nice. We'll do that next time. We'll have a bit of a open discussion here. Oli will talk to someone else, me and you. We'll do one of these kind of shows and we'll get deeper into all these subjects again. Sounds great. You got it, brother. Thank you so much, Oli. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, my friend. Good night. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was Oli Damagard. And wow, that was pretty amazing. I had a great time. I hope you, I hope all of you guys out there enjoyed Oli as much as I did. That was quite good. I I enjoyed that one quite thoroughly. And I hope everyone out there at home will definitely enjoy that one. Those of you on, I would say the podcast version of this program, you know, I wish you guys could actually hang out with us live one of these days. That'd be pretty awesome. The live show is always fun, but of course I understand if you are at work or can't really be here at the time, you know, you have kids, you have all kinds of stuff going on in your life. You, know, you can't really hang out with us here in the chat room, but you know, we, we still wish you can though. Eventually, eventually you can join us here live. Sometimes we do this on the weekend. Sometimes mostly on the weekdays nowadays is when we get down and yes, thank you, Jesus. Always. Yes. Thank you, Jesus Christ. And of course I was going to play some Paula White now that I saw you. Thank you, Jesus. But I'll hold off on this one here tonight, boys and girls. I will do my best to hold off. And, you know, I saw some weird message here pop up during the live show. Somebody was saying that I had a fake voice. You know, you could, you, you know, you could call me and I wouldn't have a problem talking to you on the phone and dehumanizing you and telling you to go kill yourself. You know, not a problem. And you can hear how fake the voice is. You know, there's no fake voice here. Not at all. So I don't know where you were. <laughs> where you get that but all is well on this side of heaven and uh, yes my god paula white i, I don't want to play that again i, I am, i'm tempted to i am tempted to but i'll hold off if if mike was here i would definitely play it because it would drive him insane and the, for those out there wondering where is the co-host mike hideous well again he's on assignment he'll be back he'll be back i believe we'll be doing another show quite soon i think I believe Friday is when we'll do another live show here for all of you out there. Yeah, Mike Hideous will return. And I believe I saw another thing out there saying that I had HIV, which is not true. I have a monkey pox, not HIV, just a monkey pox. You know, it's all good. It's one of those sort of things that you get rid of. It's all good. Don't worry. Once again, boys and girls, thank you so much for pressing play. We'll do it again on the other side. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place. And life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night for now. <laughs>